everybody. Welcome to From the Sidelines. My name is Noah Tyree, and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Josh Duvall. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> and today, we're going to talk about sports. Feel free to follow us on our Instagram and Twitter, at the FTS Pod. Don't forget to subscribe to our iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube accounts. Send in questions or comments to us at theftspod at gmail.com for our mailbag segment. And be sure to visit our website, fromthesidelines.godaddysites.com, to read our latest articles and keep up to date with episodes. And also be sure to check out our new gambling site that we launched, fromthesidelines.godaddysites.com backslash bets, or our Twitter account, fromthesidelinesbets. Or subscribe to our monthly premium packages, $10 a month for one sport or $15 a month for all sports. And if you want to win a free package to one or even all of our sports, be sure to join our Bowl Mania Challenge. Uh, you can do that by going to our website and going to fromthesidelines.godeddysites.com backslash bowl-mania. Or go to our Twitter account and find our tweet where we launched a... Uh, the Bowl Mania Challenge. You can click that link and uh, just enter. It's free to play. Uh, compete against the four FTS members and uh, first place. You win. You win a free month to all the sports. All the sports. You get all of them free of charge. But if you get second or third place, you know. You, you know. You only get one sport. You only get one sport, but it's still a heck of a deal. That's a ten dollar value for you. So whenever the bowl games get announced, uh, just go on there, make your picks. You rank each game one to forty-four based on confidence and. Try to try to beat us. Win that win that free monthly package. And that tweet should be pinned on our profile, so it'll be at the top of our account. So um, I, I wanted to start off by asking you guys a question. Um, how do the Lions count to ten? <laughs> yeah, let, let me tell you. O and one, O and two, O and three, O and four, O and five, O and six, O and seven, O and eight, O and nine, O and ten. Ain't that right, Devin? Except they didn't lose a game until week four, so I'm not sure how they were 0 and three. But how many did they lose after that, though? Uh, I see one, two, three, yeah. three losses. Yeah. Everything after everything after Matt Stafford got hurt doesn't count. Doesn't count. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of seems yeah. like it does. Yeah, I wish I could say that about Eric Ebron, but you know I can't. So. <laughs> the Lions. I mean, they started out what. Three and zero, solid start, solid start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and right now they're three and eight, so pretty terrible finish. I thought I mean, they, they sh- I thought they tied week one though. Three I, that was a, that was a win. The refs called a fake timeout. Mm. Nonetheless, Lions suck. Um, sorry, Devin. They well, do let's now. get in, let's right. get into somebody who's real good. I want to talk about Lamar Jackson having an MVP type season. Dude's killing it. Mike Vick two point oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's a better thrower than Vic ever was. Yeah, my boy, or I don't know, he's my boy, but Lamar has been Lamar's been insane. I, you know what? I just can't wrap my head around. How did they, how did they lose to the the Cleveland Browns? The Cleveland Browns. Did anyone explain that to me? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't explain it actually. My man Freddie Kitchens over here is able to shut down Lamar, but meanwhile, Bill Belichick's never heard who's Lamar. Oh, oh, is it? We have to play against a good quarterback. All oh, the Patriots are now trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. And the entire New England area is going to be coming at our neck. Hey, He's maybe, not wrong. Maybe, maybe stop Lamar from, like, I don't know, scoring a touchdown every possession? Or, I don't know, don't lose by, what, 17? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's, that's that simple. It's that simple. Just don't lose. I mean, best best defense, best defense in the league historically. Sure. Great defense. Well, they put up all kinds of fantasy points. Oh, oh. Lamar made them look like high schoolers. Yeah, yeah, he did. I just want to point out that if you, for whatever reason, had Lamar to win the MVP at the start of the season at fifty to one, you all are dancing in your shoes right now. He's a clear-cut heavy favorite, minus three hundred now. So, the dude's just been, just been that great. And what everyone's been saying before the season, how well Lamar improves is how far he can take the Ravens. And based on how he's playing right now, Ravens are winning the Super Bowl. Well, this week they play the 49ers. So, what do you all think about that matchup? Two unexpected I- great teams. <laughs> Um, one that I assumed was going to be god-awful, but happens to be one of the best teams in the league at the 49ers. Which is... Last I remember, the Cardinals were supposed to have more wins than the 49ers. You're absolutely right. They were supposed to, but guess what? That's not how that works, because everything we say, the opposite happens. But, uh, yeah, um, 49ers, Ravens, you know, I'm going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to go with the Ravens. So that obviously means San Francisco is going to win that. Uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah, so whatever we say, do the opposite of. I still don't know what to make of the, this 49ers team. I know they're 10-1, and 1, but, like, are we really sure they're good still? I don't know, man. I, I just don't know what to feel. I don't know how to feel. I mean, they haven't held Aaron Rodgers to a career low in passing yards, like, across his entire career, so they might be okay. Yeah, they just haven't been, like, behind early in a game yet and had to – have a clutch game-winning drive yet. I mean, the Seahawks game was a good test, and they passed that one. But, I mean, when he gets when he gets playoff football, you, you, Jimmy G's got to make some plays. Which I feel like he's capable of doing. He's He was behind Brady, so I feel like he knows a little thing or two that we don't know about. He actually has good weapons around him, so. I wouldn't be surprised if it was 49ers-Ravens again in the Super Bowl if it goes the way I think it might, but... I just don't have that much faith in the 49ers to make it to the Super Bowl. I mean, they're obviously a great team. They've proved me wrong all year, which, I mean, by saying this, they're probably going to go and win the Super Bowl, but... Exactly. I don't know. I just... I just, It's just hard for me to believe that the, this 49ers team could be a, potentially a Super Bowl champion. Like, what? What? <laughs> it's absolutely no sense. Yeah, like I said earlier before we started this podcast, if I had told you three gentlemen that the 49ers were going to get 10-plus wins in a season, both of you thought that I would be on drugs, honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I would have thought that you would have fallen off a roof and bashed your skull. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Nobody expected this from either that or Baltimore, for that matter. If I, if I told you that Lamar Jackson has the chance to be the youngest MVP ever in the league history, not even Brady doing it, any of the legends that we know that played the quarterback, yeah. you all would think I'm crazy. Well, let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. I thought the 49ers, four-win team. That's literally genuinely what I thought. They were going to win like four games out of the year. Ravens, maybe seven. Like four? Yes, four. <laughs> okay, that's I, just you being – that's I, I feel like that's what I said though when we were doing our over unders. I'm not saying that you're wrong, but I feel like <laughs> oh yeah, you're not. But I think that was an asinine opinion. Uh, they did have some. What? Their over under was set at like eight. What did you? I don't know what you just said. 
Okay, if you thought they would have four wins, and Vegas thought they would have eight wins, yeah, you're insane. <laughs> I clearly am. <laughs> yeah, you clearly are. I clearly it. am. What ten? Yep, yep. But I did like they did have a good like a uh, post like sleeper hype uh, narrative coming into the season because every everyone was on them last year, and then Jimmy G tore the ACL. But no one knows as much as anybody how good Kyle Shanahan is. Yeah, I know him better than any one of you. You know, except after going into halftime 28 to 3. Then he just loses all capability of coordinating an offense and keeping up with penalties and any call made by. Okay, why would you bring this up? <laughs> I was literally going in the bet. I was literally going into Best Buy today, and I was wearing a Bengals sweatshirt, and I had to tell the guy that I wasn't a Bengals fan and I wasn't an Atlanta fan. And it went like this. I'm sorry you're a Bengals fan. I'm not a Bengals fan. I'm an Atlanta fan. Oh, I'm really sorry you're an Atlanta fan. I'm No, don't get me wrong. No, I'm glad Kyle Shanahan can lead Jimmy G to the potential he has. I'm just saying. It would be nice to have an offensive coordinator again. The Falcons suck. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go. The Falcons are terrible. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, hey, imagine, I love you. Imagine, I love you. Imagine, imagine converting three onside kicks in a game and still losing by eight points. I mean, they're at least better than the Redskins. <laughs> oh, the Bengals. They're better than they are better than yes. the Yes, yes, we're better than the team who misdiagnosed the cancer patient. Yes, exactly. Love that. Yeah, not 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 any love for Bengals fans. I mean. Maybe you'll win a game in the next three years, possibly, but your team sucks. Cincinnati, I would be ashamed. I think the entire state of Ohio's sport athletics are pretty bad. Oh, my God, yeah. I got, well, <laughs> they got the Indians. The Indians, the Indians, yeah. That's what I yeah, was okay, say. yeah, maybe the Indians, but just I feel bad for the state of Ohio. Do we have hey, to bash the Bengals when the Bengals already bash themselves? Yeah. Hey, they just want Joe Burrow. That's completely respectable. I mean, I would take for him. He seems pretty good. I, yeah. I love big Joe, Joe Burrow guy. Imagine benching Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley. Well, what are you going to do? I mean, that's how you tank. That is definitely how you lose Yeah, games. exactly how you tank. I mean, that, Zach, yeah. Zach Taylor might be the worst head coach I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Uh, he's got one year, and they also suffered through Marvin Lewis for the past 20 years. That's true. He, <laughs> At least he, he won wasn't, a game. He wasn't set up for anything good. He was pretty much set up to fail. Did we watch Hugh Jackson? So I feel like, I feel like you know, within, like, the next few years, if he, he would, he's going to have to work hard. But, I mean, you have to, like, acknowledge that kind of thing. Like, I just feel like he's made a lot of dumb decisions, like oh, sitting no, Andy Dalton for Ryan Finley. I mean, he hasn't made any, like, you know, clock mismanagement blunders or anything like that, which, you know, 95% of the coaches don't know how to use timeouts or challenges, apparently. So <laughs> He's never been in that. a situation where the score has been close enough to <laughs> try to do that. That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, he just gets it picked off within the first minute of it. Like, my thing with, like, the benching Andy Dalton, like, that's just kind of like, oh, we suck. We're not going to make the playoffs, clearly. So, might as well try this other guy because, clearly, Andy Dalton isn't working for us. But also, there's a lot of other things that aren't working for us. So, maybe if they had, like, a good O-line and some other good assets, maybe Andy Dalton would be better. But it 
I, I'm just not a big Andy Dalton guy. I mean, I don't necessarily see that as a bad idea to bench him, especially this at this point. You're not wrong, and I agree with you, but I just want to point out that it's not Andy Dalton's fault because I'm pretty sure before he got benched, he was third in the NFL in passing yards. Yeah. A lot of garbage I, time. A lot of garbage time. Yeah. But still. <laughs> but still, it's just the entire team is a train wreck. So he, I, he has solid receivers. I mean, Tyler Boyd is good. John Ross is good. I mean. An abysmal front office. Got, yeah. <laughs> they can't get A.J. Green to come back, and Ross is on IR. So they have Alex Erickson and Auden Tate, <laughs> which Auden Tate got hurt too, so I don't even know who they're playing. Yeah. This I was say, Auden Tate actually looked pretty good when I saw him play. Like, the play he got hurt on was a third and 17, and he did an in route from the outside and got the conversion <laughs> as he was getting hurt. So I can't really get mad at him. He seemed pretty good. All right, let's, let's move on from the from the Bengals. Who do you guys think will come out of the AFC, and who do you think will come out of the NFC? Well, obviously, I predicted this before the season. I thought it would be the Saints. And I know they're still 10-2, and two, but who's the real winner out of the NFC? Because it's definitely not going to be the Saints. I said earlier I wouldn't be surprised if it was 49ers-Ravens. The Saints are not good. Thank you. Glad Giving them the not-good label. If they play Teddy Bridgewater... They might be good, but Drew, Drew Brees ain't it. I'm sorry. This is coming from anger, not... No, this is objectively false. If you just... just No, Drew Brees has been bad. He looks old. He got sacked, what, eight times by the Falcons? The Falcons don't have a defense. All of them are on IR. <laughs> <laughs> and his offensive line is not atrocious. I mean, he, granted, I'll give him this. He doesn't have any wide receivers to throw to. Except Michael Thomas. I'll give him that. But I don't know why Alvin Kamara just doesn't get the ball more. There is absolutely no reason to have a 38-year-old pocket passer trying to beat the Falcons. Oh, wait. He's incapable of doing that. Okay, so who do you think will come out of the NFC? He's actually um, 40. Oh, so. Even worse. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I think it'll be the 49ers, especially if they lock up home field. They're healthy. They got an insane pass rush combo. They have enough on offense to keep it going. Nothing, nothing overpowering like Lamar. But between the dynamic backfield duo and all the speedy guys, and then of course the best tight end in the league, I don't, I don't see how they lose. I'm gonna have to agree with you. The Saints 10 and 2 record is very fraudulent to me. The NFC East is just terrible. The Cowboys suck. The NFC North, I don't know what to make of the Packers or the Vikings. Sometimes they look amazing, and sometimes they'll just lay goose eggs. And the Rams. <laughs> oh, the biggest disappointment, the Rams. Whew, six and five. Imagine going from the Super Bowl to six and five. Hey, but the NFC West also has the Seahawks, so... Yes, sir. I'm a big Seahawks guy. I was, that's what I was probably going to say to come out of the NFC uh, for me is Seahawks. Um, I just don't know. I mean, I feel like it's going to be the Seahawks or the 49ers. It really just depends on that that matchup. And um, like I said, I don't have faith in the 49ers postseason. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seahawks for the NFC. I like it. I'm going to go with Devin. I know what it's like to have Kyle Shanahan. 
he he knows what he's doing. I'm not saying Pete Carroll doesn't for Seattle. Of course, we all know that Pete Carroll can coach, but I mean, he throws the ball in the one yard line, so does he? Oh uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, I I feel like Kyle Shanahan can lead this offense to something magical in the playoffs. Really, I do. They're deep. Like deep, uh, Devin said, their defensive line is just outrageous. It's just too outrageous. Nick Bosa looks like a star caliber defensive end. He just does. The Forrest Buckner is one of the best defensive tackles in the league, if not the. I just I don't see this not working for him. Time out. I want to go back to the one yard pass. Why do teams not run the QB sneak up the middle? The only team that does that is the Patriots. They'd run it with Tom Brady. If they can do it with him, it, it works. It works every time. I don't understand why teams do these sweep runs and option plays. Like, no it's need easy. to bring – don't bring the ball back five yards. Just punch it in. It's easy with Tom Brady. He's he's a he's big quarterback. He's like 6'4", like 240. He's big. Well, not only that, it's the evolution of the RPO, and every coach in the NFL thinks that can win every game and every drive of every play. It does. It just doesn't matter. Yep. Let's move on to who we think is coming out of the AFC. What do you guys think? Ball- Baltimore. So quick to dismiss Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Wow. Uh, Tom Brady is looking like aging dirt. I'm not going to do it. I feel like I've heard that narrative 50 times. We've, we've all heard it. I feel like I heard that last year. <laughs> we all heard it. And I, I don't know, man. I don't know if Edelman can carry the weight he can do this year, especially in the playoffs. He's getting old, too. Give me somebody on a running back that's going to carry him like that to get him past that. I'm waiting. You think Sony Michelle is going to do that? I can tell you from a fantasy perspective, he's not carrying anything. So <laughs> if he can't do it in a fantasy league, what makes you think he can do it in the real world? It's not going to work. It's just I don't I don't see New England having that type unless the defense can carry him through it. Unless the defense can just score three two touchdowns a game. That's the greatest defense in the history. <laughs> or like just a touchdown a game throughout the playoffs. I, they might have a chance. Uh, so here's my thing. I mean, I do like the Ravens a lot, but I think the Patriots, I mean, they, they lost the Ravens, so I feel like they're going to be gunning for revenge. And I kind of feel like we're going to be seeing a little Super Bowl rematch between the Seahawks and Patriots. Throw back to what twenty fifteen. Um, that's that's what I think's right? gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's what I think's gonna happen. I, know, I think it'll. I, I think it'll be the Ravens. It could be. Could be. It could be drinking the juice a little too much. But I I kind of agree with Noah. I just don't like the Patriots offense. If Sonny Michelle's in the game, you know they're running the ball. If it, Burkhead or White's in the game, they're passing the ball. And who are they passing to? Julian Edelman and nobody. Okay, so <laughs> maybe maybe if they maybe if Nikhil Harry turns into something, or Sanu is actually a viable slot option outside of Edelman, but I do like the Ravens. What they got, Marquise Brown is getting back to healthy. Field stretcher, Mark Ingram, solid in the backfield, and the Chiefs just don't have a 
defense. So Patrick right. Mahomes can try, but got to be able to stop somebody. Is everyone sitting down? Mm-hmm. I want you all to be sitting down for this. Okay. Did you dare say the Dolphins? I'm not saying the Dolphins. <laughs> I'm going to pick a team that's actually going to be in the playoffs. This Patriots team is not good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, they're the first team to 10 wins this season, so I don't know how you can merit that response. They didn't play a real team until the Ravens in week nine, and they got destroyed. And then they played two more mediocre teams in the Eagles and the Cowboys. And especially the last three weeks or so, Tom Brady's age looks like it's catching up to him. And it's just a brutal offense to watch, if I'm being honest. Yes, their defense is good, and that's not what normal Patriots teams have had success on. But if anything, it'll be their defense that carries them the rest of the way. But they've had an easy schedule. I'm out on the Patriots. They're not good there. So you're going with the Ravens? Yeah, yeah, easily. All right. All right, well, sweet. We'll see. We'll see how it turns out. But uh, let's move on to some big boy hoops, some NBA. Oh, no. What? Well, we gonna... The Bills are 9-3. and three. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about Buffalo. Buffalo's good. Okay. Yeah. We can't. We all literally said Buffalo would get at least four wins. Oh, right, well, we can talk about Buffalo. I mean, like I've always said my entire life, in Josh we trust. Yeah, I guess. Can't say I would trust Josh Allen in the playoffs, but, you know, I got it. I got your drift. He does not turn the ball over. He's doing solid. That'll win playoff games, especially when you got an insane defense backing you up. Yeah, I will say that secondary is insane. The Buffalo secondary is... Phew! I think the Bills are pretty good. Do you do you see them getting past the divisional or no? Mm, I mean, if they play the Texans or the Titans in the 4-5 game... I can see them winning that game, but if they have to play the Chiefs, no can do. That's going to be a no. negative. Even with the Chiefs' suspect defense, you don't think Buffalo could get an upset? No, they don't have enough offensive firepower to compete with Mahomes. My only thing with the Bills is, like, I feel like they've had a pretty easy season as far as games go, minus, like, the Patriots and, like, Vikings. So, like, you know, I feel like as far as postseason goes, I feel like they're probably they're probably going to lose the divisional. So, that's just me. They kind of had me worried against the Dolphins. I don't know if they weren't up for that game, but they had to score a touchdown off an onside kick just to ice the game. But going back to Josh Allen, the dude has eight rushing touchdowns. And I feel like no one ever points out how good he is as a runner. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to some big boy hoops, some NBA. Uh, lots of lots of neat things happening this year. Uh, the Specifically, the heater balance. Good. Oh, right, right. That good call by you. Good call by you. And the Suns. But uh, yeah, Suns. balance balance has been restored, and this has <laughs> been my favorite season to watch in a while. Indeed. Can we please start with Luca and his godlike play? No, the Warriors are 4-16, and 16 and I'm wallowing in their misery. You and I both, let's take a shot of their misery. <laughs> Indeed, it's, fi- it's finally here. I- I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. 
And let's let's clear this up. Us at FTS don't mean it as in we want the worst for you all to happen. Like we understand injuries happen, and we don't wish that upon a single soul in the league. We want everybody to thrive to their potential. We're just wallowing in the misery of the team's success for the past three years and contaminating any fun that the league ever had. Yeah, yeah. Here's my thing. I don't want your players to get injured. I want to see your good players do horrible because that would make me feel better to see that you got these players with all-star potential do trash. I mean, that's obviously not what happened in this case, but, you know, I'm still, I'm still excited about them being last in the Western Conference. And granted, you all have Clay Thompson out for the year. That's fine. If Clay was here, I feel like you would have won a little bit more games than just four. And... You all have been hit with injuries a lot this year. You all have. Curry broke it's, his hand. Exactly. He's Curry out for like his hand. two more months. Yeah. We understand that probably next year we're going to go back to Golden State, going to the playoffs, because D'Angelo Russell was a good pickup. He was a good pickup. That was a very good sign by you all. But I feel like. He, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying even he got hurt too this year, like. Y'all got to be careful. Y'all need to watch that medical center. Yep. Uh, I will say one good thing about the Warriors is uh, their rookie, what stop. is it, Eric, Eric Paschow. Right there. uh, there's nothing good about the Warriors except every team that they used to demolish are now demolishing them. Ha ha. Get wrecked. I'm going to definitely say Eric Pascal is a good find for them. Definitely going to have to say that. A lot of development there. Going to be the next dream on once he's gone. Honestly feel that. I'm a big Alec Burks fan. Yeah. Yeah. Well, former lottery pick. Former lottery pick. Mm-hmm. He, gets buck- he gets buckets. <laughs> no, and when? 2008, I think. Is that when? 2011. He was drafted in 2011, yeah. I mean, he's averaging like 15 points a game, and it's it's been even more since Curry and Russell have been out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well... But, I don't want to spend my time talking about Alec Burks. We need to talk about what's important. <laughs> right. So moving on to Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> He's been doing solid. Three games, averaging doing, 22 points. He's doing more than solid. Way better than I thought he would. I still don't like him, but he's. I will admit he's doing good. So, Devin, I'm just going to guess you were going to want to talk about the Miami Heat. I was going to talk about the Miami Heat. I'm hopping, Thir- I'm hopping on that Heat trip. 5 13 that heat train. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Third seed in the East. Third seed in the East. Above the Celtics. Above the 76ers. Like, come on. They're stacked. They're, they're stacked. not even. They're not even still... playing through Jimmy Butler. They're playing through their rookies. They're playing through Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero. And yeah, Kendrick Nunn didn't even get a mention on our preseason pod. And this man has been tearing it up. Absolutely. I'm gonna say he was not in my projections when I went over 41 and a half. But I'll take it. I'll take it. Bam has been amazing. I'm glad they punted wide side across the country up in Portland. Let Bam, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Let Bam fill up to his potential. But, yeah, I, this team is really good. Dude, they have so much potential. And Duncan Robinson, like, he like he almost broke this, like, record for most threes in a Miami Heat game. I think he tied it. Um, so they have loads of potential, like – can't forget Goran Dragic. I mean, was literally an all-star a couple of years ago. Like, they're just so solid. He's coming they, off the bench. 
Yeah, like they they have so much like, oh my god, they have, they're just stacked. They have this they have weapons weird. at all angles. Eric Spolster must be loving this to all ends. Going to be able to coach a team again that can get above forty wins, actually have playoff potential, not have to worry about rebuilding. I mean, well, I mean, you're going to have to develop the rookies you have around you, but rebuilding seems pretty easy from here. You have a lot of building blocks. I, maybe not this year. I can definitely see them getting to the playoffs this year. Absolutely. But they may not get past the quarterfinals. But if I definitely see next year maybe even seeing some semi-action from them. Dude, they're rookies. Oh, my God. Like, they're like, – it's insane. Like, honestly, I feel like playing with Jimmy Butler is good for them because, like, he's a dog. He's a dog in practice. He, he probably gets on them all the time. And being a new player in the league, they haven't been exposed to other players other than the roster of the Heat. So they're used to Jimmy Butler and playing with him and his attitude. So having that kind of attitude is really going to progress progress them. So Yeah, and they still have a trade they could make. Like, I mean, they could go out and acquire somebody like Chris Paul or something like that. Even, even make oh, a- I'll take that. We will all take that. Uh, is, it too, is it too much to say I just roll with Kendrick Nunn? I mean, I feel like if you're going to make a legitimate run at the title, I don't like Kendrick Nunn or Tyler Hero. Well, for me, for me, it's making a run for the future. Well, if you're doing future, then yeah, keep Nunn. But if you're trying to. You don't to have win to trade Nunn. I'm saying you could move Drogic and Myers Leonard. That's yeah. 30 million in expirings. And if you throw in a first round pick, I know they're 2021, 20, they don't have. But if you throw in a first round pick, you could definitely get somebody if you're just looking to add somebody with a little more length. And expensive contract. If yeah. a team does not have their first rounder, I guarantee you the Thunder have it. Just, just You're right. Twenty twenty eight. Twenty twenty eight champions. Look out. Good God. Twenty twenty eight. And I'm sure this team will be fine, but I'm kind of worried because they've started out slow out of the gate. The Seventy Sixers. They're kind of, kind of don't look that great. I know they're fourteen and six, but They've had to grind out a lot of close wins and against bad teams. I just expected a lot more from the Sixers, and I feel like Brett Brown is kind of holding them back a little bit. And ben I Simmons agree. is too scared to shoot the ball. Yeah, I think it's time to find a new head coach. I I, well, granted that Brett Brown has handled this rebuilding process for them the past couple of years better than probably any coach would have. What? 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 Is that a problem with you, Devin? I mean, he's just a bad coach, but I mean, to go from, what, 18 to, like, 24 wins to a 50-win season the next year is kind of okay. feel like that's okay by a coach. but Maybe maybe we could teach Ben Simmons how to, like, shoot more than 20%. I mean, that's just an idea. Or maybe we can get Joel Embiid in shape. Or maybe we don't have Joel Embiid shoot, like, eight threes a game. We just let him, you know, stay in the paint. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying he's the greatest coach. point attempts. 60. Okay. That is three I, a game. Joel Embiid should be shooting zero. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying that he's a great coach. I'm not saying he makes great calls because he clearly does not. I'm just saying he's. you're making him sound like the worst coach in the league. I don't understand. I guess it it is hard to face the floor when your point guard can't shoot. Yeah. 
That's it's true. hard to run some pick and roll when your point guard can't shoot. Honestly, here's an idea. Don't play him at point guard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, Jimmy, not... that's why Jimmy Butler was good for the team, because Jimmy Butler could run point and just take over a late game. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, he's he's a point forward, so you can play him anywhere, really. I mean, I don't really know who they'd play at point guard. What, TJ McConnell? No, he's he's on the Pacers. I don't even know yeah. who their backup point guard is. But, you know, I don't we know. We all maybe even... Nito. Oh, yeah, the goat, yeah. Um, okay, so maybe they, maybe they should leave Ben Simmons there. I don't know. <laughs> Outside of that starting five, they just don't really have much. Hey, they they got the greatest defensive player of all time, Matisse Thibel. Oh yeah, big time. He's imagine like... imagine if he could do anything on the offensive side of the court, he would be insane. I genuinely have no clue who you are talking about right now. You're what do talking you mean? about a future four-time DPOI champion. Hold on. Are you okay, Josh? Are you good? Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah. I did not know that's how you pronounce his name at all, so. I don't know, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, go on. 100 okay, points, so that's a rating. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, so do you agree with our defensive, like, compliments? Yeah. Okay. Because the way you were sounding was like you were going to disagree with us? No, 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 no. I was, I, weird name, heard it, and I was like, huh? Averaging averaging five point three stocks per thirty six minutes. Just throwing that out there. He's only a rookie. He's only a rookie. He's gonna be probably better. Well, not better. I don't know, but he's gonna be up there on Tony Allen defensive level. Yeah, let's uh let's move on to another team that what? I gotta give these Hornets some credit. One half a game out of the playoffs right now. I know it's early, but they already have eight wins. Their over under was like twenty three. They're supposed to be the worst team in the league, yeah, and they're was... they're actually not awful. That's because, because Devontae. I mean, Devontae Graham, yeah. That's well, yeah. Devontae Graham is good, but that's also because they've played like the Pistons like multiple times already. They've played the Bulls. They've played the Knicks. They've played like just I don't know the Warriors. I just – they haven't had an entirely difficult schedule yet. Um, I feel like it's just – I feel like it's a fluke. I don't think it's going to be kept kept up at I, all. I just, I just said they weren't terrible. That's that's all I'm getting at. I think, I think they will – they're going to be terrible by the end of the year. You're right, though. Three of those wins are off the Pistons. <laughs> oh, gosh. Imagine starting Bismack Biombo over Cody Zeller. Nice. Imagine having to start Cody Zeller or Bismack Biyombo. I was about to say, imagine having to start either of those. That, that's fair. I think we all know what Charlotte is looking for in the upcoming drafts. A new owner? <laughs> yeah, if there was only an owner draft. What do, Sorry, you guys think about, uh, what do you guys think about that Terry Rozier contract? Terrible. It's not good. Yeah, they Exactly. Uh, that's... They spent so much money on this guy, and they 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 I don't know they overrated him so much, and he's been nothing more than just average. You can he, find random dudes that can just get buckets. Carmelo comes out of nowhere and just gets buckets. That's all right. Terry Rozier does. Right. Devontae Graham. Devontae Graham's better at it than he is. He's not even the best point guard on his own team. Yeah, he's really not. 
Right. They just wasted all that money on them. So, yeah, they definitely need to get a new GM, without a doubt. Yeah, it's time for Michael Jordan to stop owning. Rozier's a fine backup. Like, he's not awful, but it's, I, I don't like that either. Not it's worth terrible. that kind of contract at all. How about our boy PJ, though? He's been killing it. He's a shooter. Straight shooter. Mm-hmm. Came out, came out, came out of his career just gunning threes. They just need to. They need to work around him. He's he was a good pick, and they just need to build around him for right now in the rebuilding process, and then develop his game. I mean, some of their younger guys, you can still you could. There's still there's still time to develop Malik Monk. There's still time, you know. <laughs> there better be. Whew. I think my thing with Malik Monk is like I feel like he's just like another. He, he reminds me of J.R. Smith, like. Uh, he can, he can, like, there are some games where he can hit everything, and there are some games where he just hits absolutely nothing. At least yeah. J.R. Smith shot greater than 29% from three, though. Right, right. Yeah, I feel like Malik Monk's kind of lazy. I don't know if he's putting in the work he needs to. He has a lot of potential there, and I don't think he's seeing it. I don't know. I feel like he's just satisfied with his game rather than wanting to improve, you know? That's at least how it comes off. Like, he's like, oh, I'm in the NBA. I'm on a team. I'm fine. I don't need to get better. Yeah, you do. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, Hornets, they're do, they're, they, they started better than we thought, but we'll see how it goes. Let's, uh, team I want to talk about um, kind of surprised me. But I knew, I knew they were going to be good, but surprised me is the Raptors, um, second in the East right now. Over the Heat, over the Celtics, over the 76ers. I mean, Pascal, he's just been absolutely balling. And I've been surprised by their play. I have an idea. I have an idea. Pascal runs it back for most improved player. Yeah. No, he, I definitely feel like he could. Yeah, I can't say that I've, I remember anyone winning it two years in a row. But Siakam has completely filled the Kawhi void. He's like twice as good as he was last year, and he was great last year. No, oh, yeah, Pascal's been absolutely killing it. VV good pickup for me in fantasy. Love it, love it, absolutely love it. Well, if we're going to talk about pickups in fantasy, we're going to have to talk about Duke Luca, the greatest fantasy player to ever play fantasy. I mean... Really, the only thing that's going bad for him is having to wear those god-awful jerseys the Mavs came out with. Bro, those are fire. Oh. Those are hideous. Those are, those are fire, bro. It literally yeah. looks like they threw up onto his shirt and said, wear it. It looks terrible. The lime green and the blue just looks ugh. This looks horrible. And what was that? Like, that font? They tried to make it look like graffiti, and it just looks like somebody took a dump on their jerseys and smeared it around. It looks like they threw up a sprite can on the jersey. Jeez. Bro, if your if your vomit looks like that, uh, you need to see a doctor, big bro. Yeah, I've I've puked green. That's you puked yeah, bright I, neon green. Okay, maybe not not bright. Does neon it look green, like it's but... radioactive, big bro? <laughs> big bro, I feel like jerseys shouldn't look radioactive. Bro, that's that's hype, bro. What are you talking about? Not... Now, if we're going to talk about good jerseys, let's talk about Denver or something. Like geez. Denver has fire jerseys. They're nice. <laughs> <laughs> so, Devin, so, so do the Timberwolves. Have you seen the Timberwolves? T-Wolves. The T-Wolves. They have 
great jerseys. I feel like those like simplistic jerseys, like maybe with like a, just a tad bit of flash, are just perfect. But like when you just throw neon green all over your jersey with blue and graffiti, I'm just like that's that. Like if 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 anybody were to say, hey, does this jersey like replicate Dallas? No, what the heck? Do you think any Texan would want to wear that? <laughs> it's called a city jersey. They did not do that well. That's why there's graffiti on it, bro, to represent the city. Yeah, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, those yeah Texans bro. Sure love their graffiti. <laughs> I like Josh acting like he's been to Dallas like numerous occasions. You're right, I haven't, but I, I know the city. <laughs> what about Chris Stapps? Not just Luca. Chris Stapps has been playing great too. I don't. Now we watching the same team. I disagree. Um, I'm sorry. I feel like he's playing been underwhelming. He has so much potential and he's not been living up to it. Kind of had a once in a generational superstar on his team. Kind of has to split up the ball shares. But the thing is, he could be a once in a generational superstar. Well, then I guess that's kind of on Rick Carlisle to figure how to split that up so they can both fill that uh, potential. And I feel like Rick Carlisle will do it because he's a good coach. Now, if we're going to stay into the Western Conference, I feel like we should go into Phoenix. Ah, yeah. Maybe it's finally the year that Devin Booker won't get snubbed from the All-Star game. It's amazing what Devin Booker can do when he plays with an actual point guard. I know. That's a great – Rubio's a great signing. I love that backcourt duo. Oh, they just have such a good team. If we if we can keep our players clean of PEDs, though, <coughs> Aiden, um, that would be awesome. So they could have a big man on the floor that can get them the boards and fulfill that potential. Right, I, I agree with that. Um, but I mean, at the same time, I don't feel like Aaron Baines has been doing a bad job. No, Aaron Baines. Oh, been he's been incredible. awesome. Yeah. yeah, I feel like he's been a good like like filler player. Uh, while DeAndre Hayden's out. Um, yeah, they're just solid. Kelly Oubre's been doing good. Like, Oh, calm down. Dwight Howard might go to Phoenix. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine if the Suns still had TJ Warren. God. Oh, boy. What He's in Indiana trade. balling right now. What a terrible trade. I said that was a terrible trade. You can go back and listen. I, you didn't get Warren. Yep. I'm glad they saved some cap space. You know, it's great, great. They need Aiden to come back so they can stop playing Frank Kaminsky. Just please stop. The dude gets right. way too many minutes. It seems like every time I'm watching their games, Frank Kaminsky's in, and I'm like, stop. He looks so tired when he's running up the court. Like, he looks like he's going to fall asleep. Like, I don't know why. He looks Probably like a llama. long nose. <laughs> I'm I mean, pretty sure... Just- Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's not, let's not go after the character. Let's stick to the game. <laughs> I'm not going after joke. the character. I'm going after his facial, like, facial features. <laughs> he could be a fantastic guy, but dude has a Squidward nose. No, his teeth. <laughs> it looks like he has llama teeth. Like, you know how there's the hole in the middle? Like, yeah, there's just yeah. enough gap there where he looks just like a llama. I don't want to do this part. He looks, I, like, he looks like Stinky. Like, he, he's got the face, like, you know what I mean? I'm we straight roasted that guy. We're yeah, not sounds good to me. So, yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah. I mean, we're all Kentucky fans, and it's very known on this podcast that we are. So, And while we're on the Suns, how about that, uh, that over-under bet between you all? 
I've been counting my money since first game, boys. Yeah, no, you're good. They've good hit a, thing they've I'm hit getting money from Noah that I'll give to you, though. So it's not like I'm losing anything. You're losing Noah's money. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I've been impressed. Booker is absolutely killing it. I mean, if he's not in all, if he gets stuffed from the All Star game again this year, I'm just, uh, it's absolutely insane because he's averaging like, what, 25? Like, he's killing it. What about Harden? Uh, what about him? I hate the Rockets. <laughs> so do I, gosh. There's nothing worse than watching a Rockets game. Bogus foul, bogus foul, bogus foul. Oh, travel, travel. Oh, we're not going to tell travel. Okay, whatever. Amen, amen. I agree well, completely. No, I'm just saying, did you th- we all thought that Russell Westbrook going to Houston would hamper a little bit of James Harden's production, but the man dropped 60 tonight. Any thoughts? Um, I mean, I just your usage rate is forty-one. I'm just gonna shoot it up so. where I can, no matter how efficient it is, I could be negative freaking thirty plus minus, but I don't care. I'm gonna shoot forty times a game just so I can get fifty points. I thought he got recruited to uh, to Arizona State for basketball, not acting. <laughs> He's undoubtedly good. He. Yeah. He's just a flopper and a traveler, though. He gets away with so much, and it's just so annoying, and I hate hey, watching let, him. Let's go look at the stats tonight from the 60-point game. 16 to 24 shooting, 20 of 23 free throws, three boards, eight assists, three steals, one block, five turnovers with 60 points. Devin is not the slightest bit impressed. <laughs> I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. You want to know why? You want to know why? Why? Please tell me the opponents that they played tonight. Atlanta. Oh, oh yep. Yeah. Oh, great, great. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you could score on Trey Young. Prop. My hats are off. My hat is off to you. With your forty percent usage rate, I would hope you drop sixty. What? What? Anyway, all right. Let, let's get this aired out into the podcast right now. Devin, what is your problem with Houston? <laughs> Not a good basketball team. But they very well are. I mean, I mean, if you want to start Ben McLemore in the playoffs, by all means. By all means, you go right ahead. Tyson Chandler. Second, second round exits are fine. That clink bell was hurt. I won't. I mean, but nonetheless. But if you're going to rely on James Harden dropping a 60-burger to win playoff games, I think we've seen this narrative three to four times already. It's not going to work. <laughs> I agree. I, I, I agree. They've tried. They've tried, it and it hasn't worked. And I don't think it's going to work this year either. I mean, the Western Conference is stacked as always. I just don't. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, this I, time they don't have a. They don't have Golden State to go through this year. They don't have KD and Clay and. But they got the Lakers. They got the Nuggets. They got the Clippers. Yeah. You know who's going to shut down? You know who's going to shut down Harden. Kawhi LeBron, and Paul LeBron and Kawhi and Paul George and you know what you know what Harden doesn't do also play defense play defense yep he's out of two, shape two 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 sides of, two two sides of the court you got to play both of them yeah everyone that says oh Harden should be an MVP candidate oh Harden should be the MVP favorite right now he's averaging what thirty seven a game his per is still lower than what Luca and Giannis is and. His usage rates through the roof. His turnover rates through the roof. Hey, through the roof. No his usage rate is through, through the roof. Through the roof. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> He's so triggered. Came and talked. <laughs> I'll give him props though. It's his highest defensive rating he's had his entire career. He's actually putting effort in them trying to be better in defense. Uh, I'd use the term effort. I, I would. I would change the word effort with luck. Probably. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, Devin. Though. Good takes. Thirty-eight point seven percent usage. Disgusting. Well, well, speaking of Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, let's talk about L.A. Lakers. Uh, I mean, I mean, they're probably my favorite for the for the finals at this point. Like, dude, they're killing. What do you don't shake your head at me? I'm shaking my head. Dude, what? How? Because the Clippers still exist. Ah, uh, yeah, they're pretty okay. Good. Ka- Kawhi and Paul have played four games together. Do you re- all right, all right, wait. Here, here's the thing about this. Are you going to be able to look at me and say that Montrez Harrell can keep up with Anthony Davis for seven games? We could if you nope, had your camera but... on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. That's no, fair. but I think Kawhi and Paul George can. Okay. I, I definitely think it'll be one – either one of the L.A. teams are without a doubt coming out of the Western Conference, I think. Okay, that's fair. It's I just like I just like which... having like five or six players over two players. It's just well, wait, 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 wait. What about Denver? Yeah, like they're uh, no Denver. Get yeah. out of here. Get out of here with that. No, 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 no. We're talking about good teams. Thank you. Okay, <laughs> okay all right. Denver's definitely not a bad team, but I, mean, I know. I'm just I don't think I don't think they're gonna get to the uh, make it out of the West. They play at the slowest offensive pace. I yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't like it. Ah, if you're not shooting threes by the 13-second mark on the shot clock, I'm not interested in watching your basketball game. No, I just... Denver's just kind of like, I don't know, they kind of remind me of like a modern-day Spurs when the Spurs yeah. had... Yeah, they really Spurs, are. Ginobili, and, uh, you, you know Tim what you're going to get. You know what you're going to get. Yeah. But does it work? It, it does work. It does work. Extra season, but does it work in the playoffs? I mean... For seven games... I mean, they got some valuable post postseason experience last year. that I think will help. Yeah, I really they think could, that. Yeah, they could put up a fight. I, I kind of. I, I still see them like getting the sort of, Yeah, I like, exactly. I like the LA teams better. I mean, I think they're definitely like third in the West for sure. But I just like the LA teams better. Okay, well then, what about Portland? Yeah, no, Carmelo, dude, Carmelo, Carmelo, you've already here first. Carmelo is going to be an all-star this year, and he's going to be, he's going to be MVP, and they're going to win the championship, all because of Carmelo Anthony. Imagine playing 20 to 25 minutes of Mario Hazonia or Nasir Little, and then signing Carmelo, because that's the better option. Yikes. Yep. I feel bad for Yikes. Dame. I feel bad for Dame. He tries. He needs, he needs out, or he needs somebody to come to the Blazers that's not Hassan Whiteside. What a God, Hassan Whiteside is just trash. Yeah, just literally, they just wasted money when they already have Nurkic. I mean, just he's going to be out, but like, just wait, wait on him. That was a pretty gnarly ankle injury. That's one of those that he may not come back and be the same from. I would take a healthy white side over a broken ankle nurkage any day. Not on that kind of contract, I wouldn't. The contract's ridiculous. That's fine. But if I'm talking about talent level, I'm taking Hassan over Nurkic. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, if I, if, 
I'm not spending that money on Hassan. What? Oh, of course the Davis brothers don't agree with that. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think Nurkic is better, but if he comes back from his injury and he's in a slump, then I can see what you're saying. But I'm still, regardless, never, ever, ever spending that kind of money on Hassan Whiteside. Like, I think he's worth seven mil. Just freaking making triple that. Oh, all right. I couldn't agree more. Speaking of bad teams, the Spurs are a bad team. Probably one of the most irrelevant teams I could possibly think of in the NBA. Like if you had to say, hey, everybody, let's take a poll. What's the most irrelevant team in the NBA this season? The Spurs, because nobody cares about them anymore. They lost all their good players. Now they're stuck with DeMar DeRozan who can't figure out what the heck he's doing. They're stuck with LaMarcus Aldridge who also can't figure out what he's doing. I, I mean – I, Dejounte Murray. I mean, that's a good thing. I think. I think he has potential, but dude, he just barely irrelevant. plays. They won't. They won't. They right. won't let him unleash his full potential. Right. They, they'd rather play Derek White. You know. Which is dumb, because Dejounte Murray is clearly better when he's on the floor. What do you hey, doing? so I was playing on my phone the other day, and you know, I was looking around my apps, and one stuck out to me more than any other app, and it was SeatGeek. You know, you've got these these old ticket companies that don't care about, you know, your experience at games. But you know who does? SeatGeek. They want you to have the best experience. So let me tell you about SeatGeek. It's a ticket-based app. You can get tickets for concerts, sporting events, anything you want, really. And you, they have pictures on each ticket of your seat, and they have a rating, 1 to 10, being good or bad. And, I mean, just for the heck of it, if you want to, you can – Literally put in our own code that we have. It's based. It's literally the name of our podcast, FTS Pod. Six six measly letters, easy to type in. Most simple thing you could do, and you get a whole twenty dollars off your first purchase. So just be sure to put that in FTS Pod, and you can get you can just get SeatGeek tickets because we love SeatGeek and they're amazing. If you use any other app, you're as dumb as Devin and Noah thinking Christmas season doesn't start till after Thanksgiving. Oh, we're ending the podcast Amen. right now before we even Amen. start that nonsense. Amen. Devin, start it. Amen. Yeah, it's now Christmas season. You're correct. Yeah. No, You're, it's and now it's Christmas season, but no. on November 3rd, when I'm getting Christmas carol songs sent to me on my Snapchat group, <laughs> it's not Christmas season. All right? No, you're right. Christmas season doesn't start on November 3rd. It starts on November 1st, the day after Halloween is when Christmas yeah. season starts. Yeah, that's why they start Christmas music on the radio. Devin, start the outro before I beat these men with a mistletoe. Go. <laughs> well, you got to kiss me, then. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes another episode of the From the Sidelines podcast. If you have any questions or comments, be sure to DM us on Twitter or Instagram at the FTSPOD, or send us an email to the FTSPOD at gmail.com. And check out our new website, fromthesidelines.godaddysites.com. You can sign up for our new premium betting packages or compete against us in the Bowl Mania competition that's about to start in a couple weeks. So be sure to check out our uh, new items that we got in store for you guys. And as always, uh, share our episodes and show us some love. Bye. Have a great time. time.